The world is changing rapidly, but there are some things that should never change. Please enjoy this classic from our archive to learn about a timeless, perfect investment. Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Good morning, good morning. Welcome into the show, Life Planning 101, right here on KATX KWBY. Blakeney Hodges sitting in for Terry Slavings this magnanimous Monday morning. Um, and we're ready to kick off. We've got Aaron Kennedy in the house and Matt Irvin. And what are we going to talk about today? Hey, good morning. We got a full day of investing. I know the market's been pretty crazy. So, unfortunately, my sister is on the road right now. She couldn't be with us. So, y'all got the second team of me. And I've got along a real treat for you today. I got Matt Irvin with you. He's my right hand man in the office. He helps me with uh, all the investing and seeing clients and everything else. So, it's going to be a real treat today. Kind of funny story. I have a an intern that's in the office right now. Uh, we got somebody coming down from uh, one of the financial planning schools here in Texas, mm-hmm. and he spent the summer with us. And we were talking about individual companies, and uh, I can't remember exactly what we were going over, but I was going behind the scenes of why this company was doing this and why it would fail. And I'm kind of blunt, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, after I got through with my little spiel, Matt stepped in and said, okay, now that he said that, let me tell you what it means. So having Matt here with us, he humanizes everything <laughs> I say. Human decoder. <laughs> yes, yes. It's good to have him here this morning. Well, thank you for having me. And it's good to be here. Good morning, everybody. So before we get started, I wanted to kind of give you a background. I know we talk about this every single time, but it's so important. We as a firm are behavioral investors. We've been doing this for the last 20 years. As humans, we are simply designed to survive. You know, our human emotions keep us alive. You know, we live in this constant feelings between fear and greed. And whether we're looking for food or hiding from saber-toothed tigers, you know, we're always either in complete fear mode or complete greed. And it works but it's exact opposite of what we should really be doing if we're investing. Those exact behaviors that keep us alive help us fail in investing. Mm -hmm. And and that's why in the market, the market average is about 10%, and the average person makes less than two. And that's because they're getting greedy at the very wrong time, and they're getting fearful at the exact wrong time. And we can probably see that a lot with what's going on right now in the market. Mm-hmm. You know, this market's been crazy, and we've seen it all over the board, people being up huge amounts or down huge amounts. Mm-hmm. And it's just our brains that's causing this to happen. And when I talk about behavioral investing, the other important part of that is investing itself. So when we talk about investing... Investing is being able to look back 10, 15, 20 years and seeing what you've built. And it doesn't matter if uh, you're a small business owner or you've bought a factory or you're investing in your 401k. If you look back over a, a huge amount of time and see what you've built, that is investing. And that's what we do in this firm. 
we're not gamblers. Gamblers is looking back over the last month or the last year and said, how much did I win? You know, and if you look at it from that point, that really gets us back into the pure greed mode mm-hmm. of our behaviors. And it just doesn't work in the long run. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about what's affecting the market this year. This year has been absolutely crazy. And it's been hard to wrap your mind around, period. We've had coronavirus happen. And, uh, you know, we actually shut down our economy for a lengthy amount of time. We've never done that in the history of our country. You know, so uh, there was a huge unknown how that was going to play out. And it's still a huge unknown what the effects of that are going to be. You know, we've had this huge amount of government stimulus that's come in. And it was unprecedented of how much and how quickly our government stepped in and helped out. You would think, looking back over history, they would have sat in the House and sat in the Senate and debated until it was all over. But within a short amount of days, they had a plan together and money was out the door. So if you look back at what's happened, nobody, nobody could predict what $3 trillion being thrown into the market would do. Looking at it, we're shutting down the economy. People aren't working. Small businesses are going to struggle. We're going to see a lot of bankruptcies. People aren't going to be able to pay their rent, whether it's on their home or their office building. You know, the economic effects of that were going to be devastating. Mm-hmm. You know, but what did the market do? It did the opposite of what we all would think. You know, so it was unprecedented. And not only do we have the coronavirus, but we have this constant assault from the media, this constant uh, bickering with politics, and you know, and it's just exhausting. Exhausting. <laughs> it will drain you mentally to scroll yes. through your Facebook feed. It's like, ugh. yeah, yes. it's nonstop from both sides, far and back. It's just exactly it's too much. And why? Why would anybody want to step in and invest? at a time like this how can companies do well with our world falling apart the way it yeah. is you know and that's really the way yeah. it, the way it feels i have so many people that tell me i don't even watch the news anymore i don't even get on my computer it's just too painful it's depressing oh my god yeah it's all out depressing so i i think there's an opportunity here though because when you think about it and you talk to somebody how does the stock market work most people are like well I hate it. I lost everything I had. Or, hey, I made money overnight, right? So they have some kind of contradictory views. But I think it's a great opportunity to see the stock market's full of companies, real companies with real investors. And you see things that are extremely undervalued right now. And you see things that are extremely overpriced still. So it's a good relation to see what is the stock market. It's made up of companies that we use every single day and kind of realize that and bring it back to light of investing and give us maybe some motivation to invest. Yes, that is exactly right. It doesn't matter uh, what point in history we've been in, whether it was the dot-com crash uh, in early 2000s, you know, the mortgage crisis in 2008. Mm -hmm. There was always companies that made money. Yeah. But... You know, those aren't the ones we hear about, and those aren't the ones we feel. Because if the market overall is down, you know, it puts us in a real depressing mood. But Matt is exactly right. The market is 
a market of companies. And I think we've talked about this tons and tons of times is that you know the market goes up because people are buying certain securities within that market mm-hmm. and though those same securities are companies they go down because more people are selling them and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a good company or a bad company but what are the masses doing is there overwhelming buying pressure or overwhelming selling pressure so that's something that's really important to keep in mind you know if we look at everything that's going on and then dig into the market itself it's actually mind-blowing what is actually taking place we've been telling this story in our office that uh, companies that are more the work from home companies you know the big tech companies Mm -hmm. that can still earn money while you're sitting on your couch not leaving the home Mm -hmm. those have done extremely well yeah. I mean, all of them. And it doesn't necessarily have to be work from home. You know, just look at Domino's Pizza. They have knocked it out of the park, you know. Yeah. But it's the same theory, you know. They're making their money from people sitting on the couch, picking up the phone, calling them, and they're delivering a good to you. Mm-hmm. Just like Amazon, just like the cloud computing companies, just like some of the teleconferencing companies, you know, all of them. If you don't have to get out and you can use technology, From wherever you are in the world, they've killed it. Yeah, totally thrived. But, you know, those have done extremely well. But if you look on the flip side, and we're going to call these our travel stocks because those are the easiest to understand, those have been decimated. So, you know, cruise lines, I know that's been in the news a lot. Uh, Airlines, rental companies, a lot of your big industrials, energy companies. You know, anything, the older economy has been sacked, pretty much. And if we look at the market on an even playing field, and that means if we take every company in S&P and give them equal weights, so we look at what the average of all companies have done throughout the year, those are still down. Those are still down close to 5% year-to-date. Where if you look at big tech, it's up close to 30 How does that happen? And if you look at just strictly the travel stocks or the economically sensitive stocks, those are down over 20%. So there's a huge discrepancy in what the market's doing. And depending on what side of the market you're on or where your beliefs are, you're either extremely happy right now or very, very depressed and you probably need to go see a doctor. it's, (laughs) It's not good. So talk a little bit about that and how we find that mixed bag with risk and what are some of the tools that we use to make sure people uh, stay invested. And I want to give this short story. I was sitting with Aaron. Uh, we were talking to a client one day and Aaron said, if somebody asked me what my job was and I was like hanging on the words, I was waiting to hear what he had to say because it was so just exhilarated. It's like, what is your job, Aaron? He said, to keep people invested and the biggest thing we do that is get your risk right. Can you talk a little bit about that in this environment? Sure. The risk is the most important part. You know, I was talking about fear and greed earlier. The objective is to get it just right, where 
The market, no matter what it drops, we have your risk right where you won't drop more than your breaking point. Gotcha. And that breaking point is you giving us a call and saying, take me to cash. I can't do this anymore. So if that happens, we know we've lost the game and then we're going to lock in those super low returns. You know, but just on the flip side, our human behavior is not just fear. We have greed, too. So on the flip side, we have to make enough money in the portfolio when times are good that you don't call me and say, put it all in. Because if that happens, we know we got that part wrong, too. You know, and more than likely, you're asking me to put everything in after the market's had this huge, amazing run and greed's taken over. And we know most of the time greed takes over at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. So the main objective is to get the portfolio built for the individual person and i like to say we need to build the portfolio to get the return that you deserve you know and that means if your risk says hey you should be making seven percent long term um, with this risks of stocks and bonds that's great if your long-term return should be four because of your risk level and we should have this mix of investments that's great what we don't want is to get below that 1.7 or 1.8 of what our human behavior is going to make us do if we run off of emotions. So it's a very, very delicate balance. And, uh, you know, even through this coronavirus and everything else, it's worked out amazingly correct. You know, our our risk levels, it did go down to the bottom side for everybody, but that's what we were planning on. Mm -hmm. You know, we have these conversations every single time we meet because things aren't rosy all the time. Yeah. You know, they feel good when they are, and you know, we're all smiles, but eventually something like the coronavirus is going to happen. Sometimes Y2K is going to happen. Sometimes the mortgage crisis is going to happen. So we have to be ready for that. The market will be surprised, but I don't want our clients to be surprised. And as an investor, you should not be surprised when the market goes down. Yeah. Because it happens. When I talk to clients about risk, it can mean so many things and it means something to us that it may not mean to somebody else. But I like to say it like this. If uh, I'm not originally from Texas, so nobody get offended. But if you like riding the Texas giant, you know, that could be, you know, a fairly volatile risk. And then I'm more apt to go jump with my kids on the teacups and ride just kind of some nice, easy ripples. And, you know, but there's a balance in between there. You know, what are you okay with? And one thing that we always talk about is it doesn't matter if you're riding the teacups or if you're riding the Texas Giant. It's going to hurt if you get on or off at the wrong time. So we try to be strategic with that. And one thing is, you know, people need income in retirement, right? Mm -hmm. And so how do we make sure that we have that? And one thing is we have our income buckets. So Aaron, can you talk a little bit about our income buckets and how we might utilize some of these strategies with that? Yes. So going back to it, we like to not necessarily trick our psyche, but we want to reassure everybody that things are going to be all right. So one of the ways we do that is we use the bucket strategy. And if somebody uh, needs income, you know, whether you're retired or setting aside a house payment, whatever that income need might be, we hold a year of that in cash. Whatever that If we're sending it out monthly, bi-yearly, or even once a year, it doesn't matter. We want to hold one year of your income needs in cash. And after that, depending on your risk level, we're going to hold an additional two to five years, or maybe even more, in securities that aren't necessarily 
affected by the stock market. Our real goal behind this is we don't want to be forced to sell anything at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. You know, because can't predict what the market's going to do. Sure can't predict how the market's going to act on any certain amount of news. So if we have that safety built into the portfolio that, hey, yes, the coronavirus happened, but we still have five years worth of income in a safe spot where we don't have to sell at any kind of distress levels, that puts people at ease. And they don't have to make drastic decisions ever. And, you know, we look at this, well, well, me and Matt look at this on a daily basis, but, you know, overall... You know, when we're doing our big rebalance and we at least go in there once a year and make changes, at least once a year. And with those changes, we're usually taking money off the top, taking our gains, taking our winners, and either buying more income or picking up something that hasn't really performed as well that we have some high conviction in that we can make money at a future date. We like to buy buy low and sell high, you know. It's always the goal. Always the goal. That's that's the plan, right? And one thing I'd like to to throw in, you know, it's a lot of it is you're hearing a theme about discipline and behaviors. And it's always important that we, you know, behave ourselves into ways that we never have. And that way we can achieve things that we never have achieved. And so some folks that have uh, maybe questioned, well, what is the market? What, you know, there's a place in the market for everyone. And you can hear how we can help with that based on your risk tolerance. It may be cash, cash equivalents on up to the Texas giant if you can stomach it. So I think that's wonderful. So anything else you want to throw yeah. in about? Well, uh, going back to that, we don't just target one type of people. Everybody is an individual. And... Really, no individual is wrong, you know. So I like to say there's a million ways to skin the cat. So no matter what your risk level is, we can design something just for you to help achieve your goals. You know, we may have to tweak your goals a little bit if they're unrealistic. But, you know, once we get to the baseline, we design basically anything for any individual out there. But it all goes back to that risk level and uh, who you are as an individual. So that is the most important part, like Matt was saying earlier, is to get that risk just perfect. And it's wonderful because we want to help people live life on purpose. And by doing these things, staying disciplined, having good behaviors, you know, having a coach in your corner that helps you stay rational amongst times such as these and make you want to make some decisions that maybe normally wouldn't come to your mind. You know, you need a sounding board. You need a coach. We offer that to our folks. And there's an article comes out every week in uh, correlation with the show. And so I want to kind of give a teaser for that because I think it makes a, a very good point. And it's all about finding the perfect investment. And um, I hope Aaron doesn't panic because when I say perfect investment, that throws up a red flag, right? He's sitting here shaking. <laughs> But basically what it boils it down to, and he touched on it briefly, but what is the most important thing? You know, money is a tool. And of our eight life planning issues, it's the last thing that we talk about because it is a tool to help us reach our goals. And so one of the, I'm going to give it away, but I'm going to let you read the background story, but there's only one perfect investment and that's family. And so 
to kind of shrink this up a little bit, I found myself doing it. I've seen Aaron doing it. I've seen other folks doing it. So during times like these when, you know, we can't run off and go to the movies or maybe run off and go do a water park or something like that, we invest the time in our families and make experiences. So that's one thing I'd like to challenge everybody today is maybe you have already or maybe you want to start a new family tradition. You know, find out what's the most important thing and you might find something that goes on forever. I think that's something we can all take from and make sure you're focused on the most important thing and uh, we got to stay disciplined and you got to ask yourself if you're making a decision why am I making this decision if you have questions give Aaron a call it'd be great <laughs> <laughs> let's give the uh the, y'all's website though before we sign um, kennedy-financial.com you can find a life planning 101 the podcast it's on all major podcast downloads iheart itunes there's many more um, we have weekly life lessons to your email every week it's great full of information good ways to get it in touch with us should you have questions and i think that uh yeah. wrap it up Mary. yeah uh, if, if you do, we, you know, we talk a lot about risk, and if you wanted to get on and, and see what your a- actual risk score is, you can get that as well. If you wanted to see what your risk number was, you can get that right off our, our website as well. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.